Today, I am going to talk to you about how to use your conscious sun in your life, in your business. It's going to talk about where you lead. I also want to give you a quick business and life update. So let's get started. Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Hello, friends. So today is my birthday as I'm recording this. And so I am so excited to talk to you about what it means when you have your conscious son in a gate and what that means on your birthday too, right? Because the reason I'm inspired to talk about this is because every time you come back around your birthday, the son will be in the same gate in human designs, we're talking about human design today, it'll be in the same gate that it was on the day you were born, which I think, and I've been kind of contemplating this, I'm like, maybe that's why we feel so good and energized on our birthday. It's because our sun is coming right back around. It helps us to feel, I haven't heard anybody say it this way, but I feel super sunny and grounded and happy and inspired and full of life right now. And so today I turned 51 and I was thinking about what I've been up to in the past week that has really been amazing and also what's coming up this week for me. So I think I'm going to talk about in general human design here too, because what I know for myself, there's a couple things I've learned about myself that have really shown up again in the past week. So one thing is that I do so much better in my creative energy and my creative flow when I have absolutely zero distractions. And so what I did this past week is I allowed myself to go and get a hotel room away from my family, away from my home, away from any distractions. And I allowed myself to have a create a container of creative space where I was able to just go into a hotel room and to create my workshop, my workbook and my PowerPoint slides for this new workshop that I've been kind of thinking about and mulling over for quite a long time. Okay, and this is going to lead into my gate 12, which I'm going to tell you about in a little bit, right? Gate 12 is where my son is. That's where I was born with. The gate 12 is a really big energy in my chart. But what I recognized is that in order to be fully creative, in order to be able to be in a space of flow for me, I need zero distractions. And my husband likes to call me the third floor library girl, because when I was in college, my idea of studying and and feeling really in a space where I could learn in the deepest way, in the best energy, was to go to the third floor of the Michigan Tech Library into the furthest corner because the third floor was the quote quiet floor, right? There was no, there was supposed to be no noise on the third floor. And I think most of the time that was true. I would love to go up there and go in the quietest corner and just be in my own little space where I could just concentrate. And even now, because I have an office at home and I work from home, before COVID happened, I was really 
in a place where I needed sometimes to take time away from my home office and go to the library in town just for a change of scenery. But also, you know, there's some spaces there, some rooms, let's say, where you can just close the door and be in your own space in that room. And I would give myself usually an hour to two hours to be in my own space in that room where I created this intention of something that I was going to create a physical thing that I was going to create. And sometimes it had to do with books I was writing, or it had to do with workshops I was creating. Usually, I mean, in my experience, the best thing for me is to go into a space where I can have zero distraction. Now, we have to talk about the fact that I am a single definition manifesting generator, right? So if you are not single definition in your, your human design chart, this is probably maybe not the best strategy for your creativity. But for those of you who are single definition, let's see, there could be other things, right? But if you're single definition, this might be very helpful for you to be able to create your own zero distraction space like this. So that's one one thing I wanted to talk about. The other thing I wanted to say is that it also helps me when my husband and my daughter leave here and go away on a trip by themselves for several days and I get left home with just the dog. I take advantage of those times to really dive into something that I need to, some kind of thing I need to create in my business that I haven't, for some reason, I haven't been into the energy of. Like I found myself judging myself so many times about procrastinating or just not getting these things done. Or there's things that have been sitting for so long and I keep telling everybody I'm going to do them, but then I don't do them. But what I found is what I'm not giving myself the support of is actually having the space to create it. That's what I need. That's the support I need in order to get the stuff done. I don't need someone else to create it with me necessarily. Although I have to tell you that recently I hired a marketing firm to help me with some things. And one of the things they're helping me with is putting together graphics on all of my products, which is so amazing because the other part, right? What are we good at? Like I have really determined that there's things in my creative flow that aren't helpful. When I get stuck in trying to graphically design all of my own things, I really disrupt my creative process because my zone of genius is not putting graphics on slides. My zone of genius is not making the workbook look pretty, although I can tell you because I have a gate of perfectionism in my human design chart, I will sit there and try to make it look perfect and pretty and it totally disrupts the creative flow where my zone of genius is, is kind of telling you what I'm here to teach you, right? That's my zone of genius. My zone of genius is passing along information and knowledge and resources in a way that feels fun and right to me for the things that I know I'm here to teach about. And that is definitely something that shows up in my chart. Okay, so that's the first part of the update I want to talk about. Now, we really haven't gotten to my conscious sun yet. So let's talk about that. So in your human design chart, when you look at the right side, which is Sometimes I think on most human design charts, it will, would say mind or conscious side of your chart. When you look at the very top placement, that is your conscious sun. Okay. That's the gate that the sun was in on the day you were born at the moment you were born, whatever. And so my conscious sun is in gate 12. Now, 
there's several different ways you can look at your conscious sun. There's several different resources you can use. You can use the regular human design language and, and the book I recommend for you for finding out about human design and, and the regular language of it is Karen Curry Parker's Understanding Human Design. It's a very simple way to kind of experience or learn about human design. And so if I looked in that book, which actually I'm looking for it right now. So gate 12 is called Caution. Okay, so in regular human design, gate 12 is called caution, the gate of caution. But basically, what does that mean? The gate of caution means that in gate 12 comes from my throat center, right? So our throat center is about where we speak and we manifest. So the gate of caution is about being careful to speak when the timing is correct. It's a lot about timing. And in the regular human design language, we talk about being in the right mood or being in the right place, right? Because my gate 12 also connects to my emotion center. So I have the full channel. So when my emotional energy is correct, and I have the words to speak, then my words can very much impact other people and help them to see a bigger perspective and possibility of who they're here to be and what they're here to do. And that is totally aligned with what my business is about, right? Because my business is about helping other life coaches be more authentic in who they are. So first of all, we can look at gate 12 in the regular human design language, right? And I call that regular human design language or initial human design language because Karen Curry Parker has rewritten the human design language in, in a way that she calls quantum human design. Now, if I look in her new book called quantum, well, she has these cards called quantum activation cards, but there's a companion guidebook you can buy that just says about what the gates mean in the new quantum human design language that she has come out with. And I love this language. It's amazing. It tells you the energy of the gate in a really empowered way. So in the quantum human design language, gate 12 is called the channel. Now, when I say the channel, I never thought of myself as someone who channels anything. But the way that I've thinking of this now is really empowering. So basically, the struggle, the unbalanced expression of gate 12 in quantum human design is trying to speak ideas when it's not the right time, right? So this is why there's a little bit of a shyness to gate 12. And I used to think that I have to every day be on social media talking about, you know, like I should be doing Facebook lives every day, or I should be doing Instagram lives all the time. Like I watch these people who are really big influencers, and they're constantly on there, or they have these big long messages on Facebook. And I used to wonder what is wrong with me and why that didn't feel right to me. And the reason is because of my gate 12. There's a little bit of a shyness there. And it's actually correct for me not to speak when I'm either not in the right mood because of my full channel or when I don't have the words for it because the unbalanced expression would be trying to force myself to come onto social media and talk about something where I'm not even inspired to say anything about it, where I'm not feeling it. Like right now, I feel totally inspired by this message. It is my birthday. I feel like the sun is shining on gate in gate 12. I feel like this very big energy to tell you something that I feel is very impactful and that will help you figure some things out for yourself, right? So when I'm trying to speak, when it's not the right timing, when I'm trying to tell you my ideas, when I don't have the words for it, that's when I'm not in the energy of my gate 12, 
right? So trying to force ideas, trying to force words, that is not in the right energy. But when I wait for the right timing, it's totally the right energy. So I just want to read you a little bit of the mastery of gate 12 from the quantum human design book. To know that your voice is an expression of transformation and a vehicle for divine insight. The words you speak, the insights and creativity you share have the power to change others and the world. This energy is so powerful that people have to be ready to receive it. When you are articulate, then the timing is correct. But if you struggle to find the words, have the courage to wait until it feels more aligned. A powerful ability to craft language and creative expressions that change people's perceptions. I love that language and I totally can feel the energy of that. I've done a lot of contemplation of what does that mean for my business? Because now I want to tell you about the third place that you can go and look at what your conscious sun gate means for you. You can go and look at Richard Rudd's book called The Gene Keys. I love The Gene Keys. Okay, so In the Gene Keys, Richard Rudd talks about your conscious son as that of your life's work, okay? So it's a very high energy for you. It's very important. It's a place you lead. Again, in astrology, the sun is like where you lead, where God shines on you, that kind of thing, right? So if you look at the Gene Keys book of Richard Rudd's, he writes about each gate as several different levels. So there's the the shadow side of the gate, and he divides that into two different kinds of shadows. Then he talks about the gift of the gate, and then he talks about the city or the highest expression. So what I usually focus on when I'm looking at the Gene Keys book, I focus on the gift and the shadows because I like to see where have I been in the shadows and where can I focus on being intentionally more into the gift. And so when I look at the Gene Keys, the shadow of 12 which is my life's work, is elitist or malicious. Which, so sometimes the shadows feel like, but I really encourage you, if you do have the Jinkies book, to look at the shadows and to read about them and see, I I guarantee you, you're going to find yourself in your past, or even sometimes you bounce back into those shadows, you will find yourself in those shadows. (laughs) The overall shadow is called vanity, right? So I think, I feel like part of the shadow of it is like feeling like, well, I've done all this work and other people haven't. Well, of course they don't get it. They don't understand. I totally see that I've been there sometimes, right? Like, yeah, I've done a lot of work in this area. And, you know, sometimes I feel like people can't connect to me. So that's the shadow of 12. But the gift of 12 in the Gene Keys is the gift of discrimination. Now, discrimination is a weird sounding word for a gift, right? It's like, what? Discrimination. But what that really means, at least what I've distilled the language down to, is that that means that I inherently know who and what is good for me and what feels good to me. And I can communicate my feelings to others and in an authentic way. Authenticity really means everything, right? I like, I can feel if people are being authentic or not authentic. This totally relates to what I try to help people with in my business. I want coaches, the life coaches that show up for me or with me, I want them to be more authentic to themselves. I want them to be able to show who they are and show up as truly authentically as themselves. Now, I can tell you that this has been a struggle for me, 
right? It's been a real struggle for me, especially since the age of 41 and a half, which was about 10 years ago now when my son died of suicide. So since then, when I've had this whole change in knowing what's for me or what's not for me anymore, because I totally, totally delved deep into self-growth and self-reflection during this past 10 years. And as I have learned the things that are not for me anymore, the beliefs I thought were for me, but aren't for me, the things, the religion that was for me or not for me, the people, the relationships that maybe just don't jive with the new energy that I'm in or the new place that I'm going towards, the new feelings I have about what I'm here to do. It's been really hard. It's been really hard to leave what feels safe and secure to go into something that feels more like, okay, this is more of me, but I'm afraid to show people that because I'm afraid that they might leave me. By the way, I have a one four in my personality profile, right? My line four has a difficulty in change in relationships, change in relationships, change in jobs. That line four really doesn't, it likes to feel stable. It it doesn't like change so much. And then also I have an undefined spleen for those of you who are a little bit more human design savvy, right? The undefined spleen, sometimes like we, we hold on to things way too long, um, afraid to let them go, a lot of fear of letting things go. So I do know that there's these parts of me that are energies that sh- consistently show up for me to learn from. But when I'm totally leaning into my 12, right? When I'm totally leaning into being authentic, into speaking with my authentic voice, into telling my truth, I know that that is what I'm here to offer the world. My line one in my gate 12, right? I have a 12.1. So you want to also look at that second number in your son. What is What does that mean, right? And I've talked about personality profiles, Previously in my podcast, you can go back and and listen to both of those episodes. They were about the personality profile, both about the subconscious and the conscious lines. So my conscious line one in my gate 12 is about living in full expression of myself. I need to create something from the depths of my soul. That is what my line one is here. My line one is here also. I'm here to help others right? I'm here to help other people and be a resource for them by being open and vulnerable and deeply honest with with what I've been through, right? And deeply honest and authentic about what I'm here to help people with, what I'm here to create. There's a depth of creativity that comes with the line one. So I hope that you can go and search out, like I said, I gave you three different places to reference. And I like to look at many different references. So people have written about the gates in many different ways. But I these are the three main things. I've looked at many other books too. But I'm just saying, for you, here's the Understanding Human Design by Karen Curry Parker, Quantum Activation Cards Companion Guidebook, which is talks about the human design gates in a new language, and the Gene Keys book by Richard Rudd. Now I can tell you that the Gene Keys by Richard Rudd. It's a rewriting of the I Ching. And it's very, the language is really sometimes esoteric, I guess, if that's the word you would use. And it doesn't, it's sometimes very hard to read. Uh, I've read it many times. (laughs) I've read my gate 12 many times over. And I've 
just to glean some kind of understanding from it. So that's probably not always the best place to start. But and it's also helpful to get readings, you know, from people who are human design experts and to just see what did they see that as, you know, I've had many different human design experts talk to me about my chart, I've had many different kinds of readings. And it's so amazing to get different perspectives on what your chart is, and you will glean different things from all of those. So in honor of my birthday, I just wanted to tell you about this conscious sun and what gate is your conscious sun in? What can you find from that? And what does that mean for you? What does it mean for your life's work? What does it mean for your purpose? How can you bring that into the work you do? How can you bring that into your life? How can you shine in that way? Because that really is where you're here to lead. That really is a strong energy. And I've heard it said that 70% I mean, this is, you know, 70% of the energy that you have is really kind of coming through the perspective of this life's work of this conscious sun. And that's what I have for you today. And I'm super excited that this Thursday, as you're, if you're listening to this, actually, you're listening to it today on the day. So because you're listening to this, as I am actually teaching my class, I am going to offer that I am opening up my Bloomed program and it's going to be opening up shortly. So if you're on my email list, you will get a an invitation to that. And if you've missed my class, which I just did a Bloomed workshop today, if you've missed my class, then you can get more information about my program at rebeccaturvo.com forward slash bloomed dash group. All right, so go check that out. And I am so excited to help everybody in there become more authentic to who they are to live in more authenticity to their energy, to flow into more abundance to build a business with more ease, rather than more overwhelm. And that's what that program is going to be about. So I am so excited. If you have any questions about that, please reach out go check it out on that page, reach out to me through email or DM me on social media, I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. And I am so excited to be teaching more about all of these concepts in the future. All right, I hope you have a great week. And we'll talk soon. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.